Anger can be a powerful and dangerous emotion, and the Bible has some clear warnings on how we're meant to handle it. Find out today on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. That anger that's left in your life, the dashboards are blinking, but you're not dealing with it. Then suddenly you have, well, you have let the enemy put a door stopper. Because now the door that opened for anger and sin in your life is not closed because of ongoing anger in your life. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job, President of Moody Bible Institute and Senior Pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. My name is Wayne Shepherd. Is there something in life making you angry? Maybe it's a relationship causing you grief or a problem in life that you just can't seem to let go of. Maybe you're trying to change, but no matter what, those feelings of anger in the pit of your stomach just won't go away. Well, if we're being honest, most of us have something that makes us angry, even if it's just what we hear in the news. But when anger digs in deep and gets a foothold in our heart, that's when we're in real danger. That's exactly what we'll be talking about today as we continue a message titled, How to Survive in an Age of Rage. So here's Mark Job with today's Bold Steps. If you're angry, you need to deal with your anger in that day. But if you don't deal with it, what happens during the day, you go to work, your husband goes to work, and you think in your mind, he did this. I can't believe he did that. I would have told him this. I need to tell him this. When he comes home, I'm going to say this, this, that. I'm going to call his mother and tell him what, what he did as well. And, you know, he always does. And so you rehearsed it and nursed it and, and cursed him. All, all in the same thing. And so then when he gets back, you know, you're not explosive But your anger has turned to something else. You let it go for a while and you don't deal with it. Let me tell you, your anger is not explosive, but your anger has turned to something that's quieter, but almost more deadly. It turns to resentment, it turns to unforgiveness, and it turns to bitterness. So I'll sit down with a married couple and I say, are you angry at your husband? No. No. I was. I'm not anymore. But there's this sense of, I despise him. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. I don't want to be around. There's a wall that's come up, and I've seen this over and over in couples, that they don't deal with their anger, and they let it turn into something more deadly. It's quieter, so we say we're not angry, but really we're dealing with the evolution of anger. The evolution of anger is resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness that brings up walls, and it starts to invade our spirit. It causes us to view that person in a negative light. We cut down any kind of emotion that we have there, and ultimately it leads to the devastation of our marriage because we let anger survive overnight and over week and over month and over year. So the Apostle Paul tells these believers, do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. The idea here is you need to deal with the root of anger or it will become more deadly. Number three, write this down. Not only do we need to let anger, uh, not let it turn into sin, we need to stop it from going overnight. Number three, we need to stop anger from gaining a foothold. Say foothold. 
Because anger can open a door that allows spiritual poison to fill your life. You say, well, what is a foothold? The apostle Paul speaks specifically, and do not give the devil a foothold. The best illustration I can think of is what I'm holding in my hand. We call this a what? Some of you, I have no idea what you're holding in your hand. For those of you that are not watching the video, just listening to this message, I'm holding in my hand a, what we call a door stopper. This is a door stopper. What was it invented for? To stop doors. Here's how the door stopper works. We take this simple device called a door stopper. When we want to move things in and out of the house, when we're bringing in groceries, when we want the door to stay open, we simply put this device by the door, and when the door goes to close, it is stopped from closing because there is an obstacle to its closing. It's simple, it's convenient, and it's helpful when you're loading groceries in and out of the house. However, the image here that the Apostle Paul gives us is of the enemy trying to take advantage and get something into your house. And what he, what he says is, do not give the devil a foothold, a door stopper. Do not let him get his foot in the door and hold the door open. And he's using it in the context of anger. Can I talk to you folks? Listen, when you allow anger to invade your heart as an emotion and leave it unchecked, then that anger will evolve into bitterness, resentment, aggression. That anger that's left in your life, the dashboards are blinking, but you're not dealing with it. Then suddenly you have, well, you have let the enemy put a door stopper because now the door that opened for anger and sin in your life is not closed because of ongoing anger in your life. I've never met an angry person that doesn't try to placate their anger by unhealthy compulsions. Like some people, when they, I've heard people say, you know, I don't know, I'm just stressed out all the time and stressed out. So when I get home, I just roll one up and. <sighs> and other people say, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I just, I just need to take the edge off me. I just, I'm just I'm irritated all the time. I'm stressed all the time. So I go and I drink and, you know, I, I probably drink too much and. Uh, you know, I, I need it more and more, and, you know, I kind of stumble into my household because of the root of anger, which is typically rooted in some sort of pain, and it helps us forget the pain, and the anger that's there helps us cope with life. And you say, well, Pastor, I'm not, I don't do drugs, and I don't drink, so you're not talking to me. You know, we have a lot of ways of doing it. I know some people that it's the tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> and you, when you are stressed, you sit and watch reruns of The Office for hours as you put an entire tub down. And it's your way of placating the pain and the anger, diffusing it, because your anger needs to be 
it needs to be subsided. The pain needs to go down. Anybody that's running from something always becomes addicted to something else. And there's a lot of ways of becoming addicted to a lot of different things. And whether it's alcohol or whether it's whether, whether you're, you're smoking marijuana or whether you're eating tubs of Ben and Jerry or whatever you're doing, maybe you're a workaholic just trying to uh, drown it out. You become addicted to something because you're trying to bury the anger and the pain of something that has. You've just put a door, you put an open door to the enemy and now you find yourself addicted to things. Now you find yourself convulsive. By the way, I believe that anger and lust are cousins. Show me a man that has major, major anger issues, and I'll show you a man that struggles with lust, typically. And that probably applies to women as well. But it's this idea as I feel angry, I feel this urge inside of me, I feel this pain inside of me. And so pornography is a real easy way to placate that. It's just a click away on the cell phone or on the computer screen and it makes me feel good for a moment and I'm engaged in someone that I don't have to, that, that I have no responsibility to and so it becomes addictive and someone starts and then they go over and over and every time they feel a little angry, they feel like the, com the compulsion to get on a pornography site and at first it's you know every other day then it becomes daily then it becomes hourly then they become so comp uh, so compelled to it it's an addiction every time they feel a little angry every time they feel a little pain they have to go to that addiction and they find themselves bound by the thing that was giving them relief what is that called that's called a foothold. The enemy used undealt with anger and pain to get into your life, to sabotage you. As long as that door is open, lies, deception, garbage, and the enemy takes all. He robs from you, steals from you, takes from you, puts things in your life that you don't want to be there. Why? Because there's a foothold that was opened through the emotion of anger that evolved into something sinful like resentment, unforgiveness, and bitterness. And now the enemy's having a field day in your life. You've lost your joy. You're addicted to things. You're unhappy. Uh, the people around you become miserable. Why? And you're a believer in Jesus. The Apostle Paul is strong about this. There's a spiritual component to it. It's not just emotional, social. It's not just about addictions. There's a spiritual bondage that's tied into this. Do not give the devil a foothold. That is Mark Job here on Bold Steps, and we'll continue our message in just a moment. Before we continue, though, we want to remind you how much we appreciate hearing from our listeners. You can connect with us online at boldstepsradio.org. Or, Mark, here's something new. Our listeners now can call us and leave a voicemail message. Here's the number, 312-329-2011, and I'll repeat that in just a moment. Yeah, Wayne, I'm excited about this because we love to hear back from our listeners questions, comments, mm -hmm. testimonies of what God is doing. This line, this listener line, allows you to call up and leave a question, leave a comment, 
and we may air some of them on the air. Not sure. all of them, but some of them will uh, be aired on the air with mm-hmm. your voice. Mm-hmm. And so we would love to hear uh, any comments, questions, testimonies that you may have. You'll be prompted what to do when you call. Again, the number is 312-329-2011. 312-329-2011. And uh, we'd love to hear from you this week. We get a lot of encouraging messages and questions that come up. And Wayne, we've gotten some recently. We, you want to read the one that just came in? Yeah, this comes from Augusto in Tampa, Florida, who says, Thank you for all you do. We love listening to your great messages that challenge us to dig into God's Word. You've helped me grow stronger in my faith and in my relationship with Christ. We are faithful listeners to your program. May God continue to bless you this new year. And then he adds another God bless. <laughs> uh, I love that, Augusto. Thank you from Tampa, Florida. We have listeners really from around the country, and we are so privileged that God allows us to be part of that spiritual journey in so many people's lives. So thanks for that word of encouragement. Yes, and if you relate to Augusto and you'd like to help bless this new year of ministry, we invite you to become part of the team as a bold partner. Now, by supporting this ministry with a monthly gift of any amount, you will have a direct hand in delivering the gospel to listeners around the world. And if you choose to give a gift of $30 or more each month, you'll qualify for a 50% discount on all Moody Publishers resources available at moodypublishers.org. So sign up today to become a bold partner by visiting boldstepsradio.org. And Mark, when our listeners give a first-time donation of any amount during this season, we'll be sending them another special gift, a 30-day devotional you've put together called Bold Steps with Jesus. Now, after the message today, you'll be back to tell us more about that. But check that out online right now at boldstepsradio.org. Okay, back to the message now. Once again, here's Mark Job. Hebrews chapter 12, by the way. Verse 14 through 15 says it this way. Pursue peace with everyone, as well as holiness. He's speaking about relationships that are in conflict. Without which no one will see the Lord. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God. The grace is the undeserved, unmerited favor of God. And that no root of bitterness springs up to cause trouble and to defile many. Bitterness typically is birthed out of undealt with anger and pain. The root is planted. The vine starts growing. In the beginning, it's barely imperceptible, but that vine starts growing. It gets more and more traction. It involves your heart. It takes a hold of your mind. It gets into your relationships. It wraps itself into your personality. And now it starts to defile people around you. It affects the people that you love because you cannot be a bitter person without it spreading to others, without it affecting others, without it hindering your relationship to other people. And the Bible calls it a root of bitterness that springs up to defile many. The only way you deal with a vine, you can clip it and trim it, but if you're going to get rid of it, you got to go to the root and pluck it out by a root. Number four, write this down. And lastly, stop anger from grieving the Holy Spirit. Anger can anchor itself in your soul 
and begin to grieve the Spirit. Look what it says in verse 30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Who is the Holy Spirit of God? It's the third person of the triune God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the parakalite in the Greek. The counselor, the coach, the helper. The moment that you bow your knee and give your life to Christ and are truly born again through faith, solely dependent on Jesus Christ, and you have this conversion experience in which Jesus becomes Lord of your life, followed up by baptism, rerouting the way you live your life and how you live, the Holy Spirit is the agent of change. He comes inside of you. Your body now is the temple of the Holy Spirit. He is in you. He convicts you. He encourages you. He counsels you. Man, you want the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. As you open up the Word, He opens up your mind to understand truth. When you fall into sin, He convicts you and brings you back. When you go to worship God, He says, Abba, Father, and you find yourself supernaturally drawn into the presence of God because of the Holy Spirit. No one gives you a rule book when you become a believer, but innately you know that certain things are wrong because the Holy Spirit says, no, that's not you. Stop away. You, you feel grieved by certain things. It's the Holy Spirit. You open up your mouth to tell people about Jesus and suddenly you're using words that you never thought you had. I've had, I've had people come to me and say, Pastor, I don't know what happened to me. I was at work. I opened up my mouth and I thought to myself, I sound like Pastor Mark. And, and let me tell you, it's not Pastor Mark. It's the Holy Spirit putting words in your mouth to speak and preach. He, he teaches you how to pray. He teaches, he gives you power to do things. It's called the spiritual gifts that you didn't know you had. He empowers you to overcome sin that you never knew that you could overcome. I mean, the Holy Spirit is our helper, our 24-hour helper that God has given us. And he says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. By the way, a side note. At the moment of your salvation, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. That means that you are given the deposit of the Holy Spirit, that you, that deposit cannot be taken away from you. It is there to stay until you are redeemed, until you meet God face to face. In other words, it is the deposit in your life telling the whole world, like when you go to buy a house, you put a deposit down, and that house is yours. You're still making payments on it, but it's yours. Your ultimate payment is when you meet God face to face, but you already have a deposit in your life. It's called the Holy Spirit. That deposit tells people this person belongs to God. Let me tell you, you can go to church and the Holy Spirit is with you. You can go to a seedy, skanky strip club. And I'm going to tell you the Holy Spirit is still with you. You can't check the Holy Spirit at the door. He goes into the strip clubs with you. He's there with you. That's why you, you get a little bit uncomfortable. Why? Because the Holy Spirit says, hey, man's eyes, what are you watching? What are you looking at? That's not who you are. That's not where you belong. Get out of this place. You can't check the Holy Spirit in the church. The Holy Spirit is sealed within you until the day of redemption. And you say, well, pastor, in Psalms 51, David says, do not take thy Holy Spirit from me. Yeah, because in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came and left. But in the New Testament, under the New Covenant, you are sealed and the Holy Spirit can never leave you if you are truly born of God. 
Now, all that to say, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Listen to me well. You are so connected to the Holy Spirit that when the Holy Spirit has joy in the presence of God, your spirit has joy in the presence of God. You are affected by the Holy Spirit, the joy, the worship, the Abba Father. When you allow anger into your life that leads to sin and resentment and bitterness and rage, the Holy Spirit is grieved. And when the Holy Spirit is grieved, you also become grieved. You feel the weight of it. You lose the joy of your salvation. You sense the grieving of the Spirit inside of you. And you cannot function like you normally function because the Spirit is grieved inside of you. And so the Apostle Paul is telling the believers, do not grieve the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. And in order to not grieve the Holy Spirit, look what he says in verse 31. Get rid of bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. What he's telling you that that doesn't belong in your life anymore. That's who you were before you came to know Jesus. But if you hold it in your life now, it grieves the Holy Spirit, which in turn grieves you, which causes you to live as a person that has no joy and you're a believer but you feel like something's wrong. What's wrong is that you're living, grieving the Holy Spirit and it's God's way of pressuring you to deal with something because you feel the grief in your life, you lose the joy of your salvation. It's not where you should be. It's not how you can be. Now he's still in you, but he's grieved. Undealt with anger that leads to resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness, brawling, aggression is a form of grieving the Holy Spirit. I close with this. In verse 32 he says, But instead of that, be kind, compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. I know this is difficult. Some of you are hearing this message and right now feeling under deep, deep conviction. Hey, my encouragement to you is conviction drives us towards a solution. Don't let it feel like a wet blanket of shame, that's guilt. Conviction helps drive you towards a solution. I'm convinced that God has started to work in some of you because of this message. Thank you, Mark. I'll come back to you in just a moment. How to Survive in an Age of Rage. Today's message, you'll find it at boldstepsradio.org. Now, tomorrow, Mark, you're starting a message series called Agents of Change. Give us a taste of what's ahead. Yeah, well, I think at the beginning of the year, another habit to develop is the habit of regular prayer. And so we're going to be talking about 
The Power of Prayer out of Matthew chapter 6. That comes up tomorrow, so make plans to join us then. Mark, earlier we mentioned the 30-day Bold Steps with Jesus devotional available to our first-time givers. You want to say a word about that? Yeah, I'd love to give you this devotional straight from my office right to you. This is a devotional that uh, takes some of the lessons that we've been learning over this past time, puts them right into your hands, and this is a way to get your day started thinking about Jesus, and it's the beginning of the month. So, Bold Steps devotional, you need to get a hold of it. I think it would encourage you. And if you are a first-time donor, we will send that to you. Bold Steps with Jesus from Mark Job. Now, if you are a regular donor, we're going to send you Strength for the Journey, a devotional by Joe Stoll. Yeah, and again, we've talked about this before, but let me just say, Joe Stoll, good friend, this will encourage you the insights on how to survive this journey. Joe does a magnificent job of every day taking us into the Word. And for a gift of any amount, we'll send you a copy of Strength for the Journey. Give us a call at 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. Or give your donation online at boldstepsradio.org. You can also send your gift and request this book through the mail. Address your envelope to Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And I'll repeat that. It's 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. Now, did you know that you can also hear these messages anytime and anywhere you go by subscribing to the Bold Steps podcast on your phone or mobile device? Just open up your favorite podcast app and search for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Joe. Don't forget to click the subscribe button and be sure to leave a five-star review or a comment to help other listeners learn more about the program. I'm Wayne Shepard reminding you to join us tomorrow when Mark begins a message on the power of prayer. It's coming up Friday here on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.